0: What does it take for a rumor to take off? Bad vibes from the player, bad vibes from the manager, bad vibes and choice words from a cross section of the fan base or the mainstream media. What is good for one person isn't always the correct path for another. Rumors, wishes and predictions. Hello and welcome one and all to another episode from the On and Off the Pitch podcast. It's a football focus with wild expectations and a Twilight Zone mix of horror and fantasy. Joining me once more for a Man United loving, and other football teams of course, is fellow YouTuber Red Devil Weekly. How do you, sir?
1: I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on once again.
0: Thank you for coming back. And alongside you on the far side of planet Earth is the CEO of Premier Language Canada, Jessica. How are you, Jessica?
2: I'm well, thank you. Freezing cold, but well.
0: Yeah, all wrapped up in your Ugg boots and scarf. Like
2: oh,
0: it. yeah, it's cold here. Yeah, well, let's just say it was a bit fresh in Blighty this week, but I'm sure it's nowhere near as cold as it is in Canada. It snowed where you are, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, we've had snow already. Snowed,
0: yeah, gosh, I'll tell you what, it was so cold. I felt so cold today. I actually came home and just had a hot bath. Just, you know,
2: that's,
0: just <laughs> sat. That's, a, that's how cold I am. Just sat in the bath and just soaked. Soak to my worries away. Right. This podcast, we're really looking primarily at Manchester United. There's been so much said. And I know that we usually talk about different things. We talk about a wide range of things. But we're talking about Man United. We're talking about the manager. We're talking about the player performance at Manchester United when they go away from Manchester United. There's rumours of Rashford to Juve and Madrid. There's rumours of Pogba back to Juve. There's a potential return to the first team for Lukaku. It's been kicking off. And all because England won a football game. I mean, gosh, if only we could pick a team by simple methods of rock, paper, scissors, everyone would be happy. I think it's the best way forward. Rock, paper, scissors. Can you play a game of rock, paper, scissors on a podcast? No one will know. No one will know if you cheat. That's for sure. (laughs) No one will know. Right, first thing, um, England. You watch the England game. Um, obviously, you would have seen that the Manchester United players were playing in the England game, and you would have seen how well they played for England within that England setup. The question that has been posed, or the rumour, or the debate is that players like Rashford, players like Lingard are looking happier. They're looking much more fruitful in their play when they're away from Manchester United and the the pressures of Old Trafford, and the reason for them playing so in such a restricted manner is because of the manager Jose Mourinho. Do you believe that to be the case? I'll start with you, Red Devil. What do you
1: think? Um, well, I don't believe it. It can be all placed on a manager um obviously the manager you know picks a team but once the managers picked the team and put them on the pitch the players have to perform you know the way the way they can and to the best of their abilities the manager can't make you perform a certain way um so I think putting all the blame on Jose Mourinho as people seem to like to do uh I, I don't agree with it um obviously it's great to see you know you know Rashford and Lingard playing well for England uh um, and I thought, you know, I thought especially Lingard against Croatia came on and really did, you know, change the game. But I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I just think it'd be, it's unfair to say that it's all Mourinho's fault. Uh, I think he's given a lot of chances to Rashford and Lingard. It's not like he's frozen them out of the team. So I, I feel that, you know, they've had enough kind of chances with Jose Mourinho. He's he's given them enough kind of freedom. Yes, maybe he requires a bit more defensive. The, more of the defensive side of the game from the likes of Rashford and Lingard. Um, but I think still, I think in the Man United team, they've been given enough opportunities to express themselves. So I, I, I don't know what to put it down to really. Um, but yeah, I I, don't, I wouldn't want to, I think it'd be unfair to blame, you know, Jose Mourinho for, for all of it. You know, I feel like maybe he might have a bit of a part to play by the way he kind of, he has a different style. He might tell them something different before the game. Um, but I don't think that you can really put all the blame on Jose Mourinho's shoulders.
0: No. Okay. Um, Jessica, what do you do? You agree with Red Devil Weekly, or do you have a slightly different take?
2: I totally agree with Red Devil D- Weekly. I think that um, you can't put it all. Everybody, everything is Jose's fault these days. But I don't think you can put it. But I also think that the the I agree that I think in part, you know, Gareth Southgate certainly has a way with those young players. I think there's no doubt about that one and maybe relates to them on a better, you know, more on their level. But I also think that they are surrounded by a team that's probably faster moving and delivers the ball to them. And therefore, as forward going players, they probably have better opportunities, right, than what we have currently at United.
0: I'm glad you said that in terms of the 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 midfield players because it really is easy when they say oh you know rashford he he plays so much better um for england than he does for united united he's probably asked to 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 think more he's asked to be slightly more defensive but also he doesn't have to track back as often because when you look at that england defense they're very solid yes they're very very solid i mean by the, the the skin of his teeth Luke Shaw is in that squad. But there are other players that are emerging. Smalling's nowhere near that squad. Jones is nowhere near that squad. Ashley Young's no longer near that squad. Uh, when you, you, you think of the players, that I've mentioned that everyone said, oh, they're going to be the, the mainstay of England. Southgate has quickly come along and dispatched them because he's, he knows they're not comfortable on the ball. Whenever they're under pressure, they make, they make mistakes, they make errors. And when you have centre-backs that actually emanate a certain level of anxiety, that transfers itself to other players. And he doesn't want players like that. So you, you when you build your house on a strong foundation, everything else going forward looks good, feels good, you know, and, and you make progress. Man United currently under Manchester United, and under the Manchester United manager, particularly now, doesn't have a strong base, and people could say, "No, he, he doesn't know his best eleven. I dare anyone to actually put their best eleven forward and think that they're going to win a game with this squad. I dare anyone. You know, Pep Guardiola wouldn't go there and say he could put forward the best eleven. So it's 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 not so much easy, and it's not inaccurate to say that Jose, you know, holds back certain players, but he does so because he realizes that the players that are there are not as strong as the players that he's previously managed they're not as competent as the players that he's previously managed and therefore he's asking more from the other players who are further forward and and and, and by design or by default they look like they're not um being let go or you know unleashed onto onto the opposition but even with that i wouldn't necessarily say that they have had a bad time. If they weren't having enough game time, would he be picked for England?
2: No.
0: No. I don't think so. I don't think Gareth Southgate is the kind of manager who goes along by sentiment, just because you're um, an English player and you're playing at a top club. He's already included individuals from Bournemouth. So you know that he has a different outlook. He's looking at someone in the footballing world, holistically, what they can add. And if they can add something to that England team, they're included. Jose Mourinho doesn't have that remit. He doesn't. He has a slightly different remit. And I think if the roles were reversed and Jose was manage- managing England, and Southgate was managing um, Manchester United with the players that he has under the same restrictions, under the same budgets, under the same player transfer policy that Manchester United have had, he would be in the same position. He'd be in the same position.
2: I agree. But-
0: yeah, well, you don't have to agree, but I just, just, just my thoughts on it. Um, with Rashford, and I looked at this this young player, and, he, and I listened to certain other media outlets. Some were really for him, saying that he's the, the next best thing. Some were um, against him, saying his touch was poor. Uh, there's mixed views because at certain points in the game, you can see that he doesn't always control the ball. He's no different to Lukaku who might have a bad moment of control or Martial or anyone in the Manchester United team. But whenever he plays for England, he does look a different prospect. The one player that does look the same, and even though people are saying um, that Jose is holding him back, is Lingard. Lingard scored for me a scrappy goal. And up until now, I don't ever believe Lingard has ever, ever scored anything within the seven yard box, you know, he just hasn't. So to score a tapping shows me that he is, he's, he's added something to his game. Do I then turn around and say, it's all down to Jose, that's why he's closer to the striker? Or is it down to Southgate saying, oh, he's developed his play and he not understands that he needs to be more attacking in the box? Or is it just that the player is now older, he's not like 19, he's in his mid-20s. He understands that he needs to get closer to the central striker and pick up little scraps so that he could also score goals. You know, just just, just my thoughts. I'm and ranting. Think,
2: I think there's a lot to that, though. I think um, I, too, listen to some stuff in preparation for this because I am away from – I haven't been too focused on what's happening in the UK, and you know, I'm away, so I don't see a lot of stuff automatically. But uh, I, think, I think this beat-up on Russia, I think people forget how young he is, and I think Jesse Lingard – is also is is there is a develop I listened to a really good podcast yesterday about just the <laughs> developmental stages of the players you know and I think some of it has to be experienced it's like I for me in tea you know, obviously I'm a teacher uh, I teach uh, at a college but I I in myself have found that in uh, this new teaching gig that I have has shown me just how much experience I have and how easy it is for me to adapt and understand what's going on in the classroom, even when it's a challenging situation, because I just have the background now. I have the knowledge and it's the same thing in, in any league, right? And I think for footballers, it's much the same. They have to have time and space to develop their own play. They're very, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, people say, oh, he came on the scene and he was brilliant. He wasn't brilliant. He was very Skillful, but it still took a little while for him to learn how to play in a team at United, right? Um, and to, to so that they created that amazing team that they had. So I think that to say, I don't think it's any one thing. I think that players have to have the time to develop. I think Jesse Lingard probably has developed. I think I I suspect that Jose had some influence on him, <clears throat> as he has on many people much to the chagrin of others <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i think that that you you have to put things in context and and rashford is young because he's just turned 21 right
0: yeah No, yeah. well, it's probably closer to the age of red devil weekly
2: yes he is i think
0: so yeah 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 you know uh, the, uh, uh, the, the 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 young talent that you are in the <laughs> youtube world bustling your way through the crowd
1: you're too
0: kind mean, Showing throwing out those adjectives there, you know, those superlatives. What, when you look at Rashford, right, Red Devil, when you look at him, do you believe that he will be the United striker for the future? Do you believe that he will be the hero for the next 10 years that everyone is building him up to be?
1: Oh, I. Yeah. I want him to be. I really do want him to be. Obviously, you've got the kind of narrative. He's he's from. He's kind of a Manchester born and bred. You know, he he loves the club clearly. Oh, it's um, a desperate
0: dance story, isn't it?
1: Exa- exactly. Exactly. Um, but I think, I think for me, he's got a long way to go still. Um, but he's got time. You know, he's what twenty-one years old. That's nothing. He's still got. Um, you know, at least another you know seventeen years in him if he wants to. If he wants to keep going, and obviously with the advancements of uh, you know. Uh, Kind of science and technology, wherever he'll probably be able to carry on his career uh, for that long. But I think he 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 has to, you know, takes his own steps. You know, he has to want it, which he clearly does want it. My only concern, obviously, as of right now, as to the reason why he's not one of one of the best strikers in the league, is his finishing. Uh, well, we've seen it, you know, against Juventus. I thought he could really had a chance to wrap that game up. And he, and he didn't take it. Um, and that's been a few times as well. But, of course, I think it's a difficult one to see 10 years into the future. Um, but I think if he's still at Manchester United in 10 years' time, which I think he'll hope he is, um, and I think I hope he is as well, um, then I, I don't see why not. I don't see why not if he keeps working at it. It also does depend on the manager that comes in, of course, because uh, if the manager, you know, kind of takes a liking to him, and, uh, you know, goes, all right, yeah, I see potential in him and keeps working at him, almost like he's the he's the torch and he's being passed on from manager to manager. And if if he does get passed on, if he does get the right development, and if he himself, you know, keeps going um, and hones his skills, of course, I, I think there's no reason why he can't be.
0: Yeah, it's really saying you say the, the talisman. Rashford, the difficulty for Rashford, and, and you use the word in there when you say you hope he will be, There's a lot of hope in United fans, their expectation. And and I think for a number of other fans, they want him to develop. They hope that he will be the the, the torch bearer for the the glories that that need to be returned to the Old Trafford world. But it necessarily isn't going to happen. He's not the same striker as Harry Kane. Harry Kane is slightly more advanced in his years. He's worked on his game. He's worked on his finishing, his all around touch. Whenever I see a clip of Rashford on, on social media, it's about him running.
1: Yeah. Look
0: at him on the treadmill. Look at how fast he is. Look at how he's running in and out of these cones. I've yet to see a social media clip of Harry Kane scoring a scruffy goal or the way he controls the ball. I haven't seen any of those things. Those are the things that he needs to work on. We already know he's quick. And when everyone expected him to out-sprint, out-run, Outpace aging Juventus defenders, he couldn't do it. So if he if he doesn't have the qualities that we think he has in terms of pace, he needs to work on other areas of his game. He's nowhere near what people believe he is. And I'm gonna throw some names at you. At his age, Michael Owen was tearing up the league. At his age, Robbie Fowler was tearing up the league. At his age, Wayne Rooney was tearing up the league. At his age, Alan Shearer was tearing up the league. Andy Cole, Stan Collymore, Dwight. uh, He is not what everyone thinks he is. He needs to work. He needs to develop. Those those individuals I named were out-and-out strikers. They'd score goals in their sleep. They would literally score goals in their sleep. They worked at their trade, but they were goal scorers. I don't know whether or not Marcus Freshwood is a goal scorer. He could be a striker but to be a goal scorer. I'll tell you who a goal scorer is, Zlatan. As old as he was when he arrived, he scored more than 15 goals. That is a goal scorer, because it's not about how quick you are, it's about what you do with the ball when you get it. And that's the area that Marcus Rashford needs to work on. So when everyone talks about Jose's not doing enough for Marcus Rashford, I, I would like to see what Marcus Rashford will do under Southgate at England, but I can tell you this, he won't be a main striker while Harry Kane's there. He'll always be on the wing. And then when he plays on the wing for Man United, people complain. They hope that he plays as a number nine, but for him to play as a number nine, he has to develop that lethal, selfish, cool hand look. And when the moments are there that he needs to say, I'm going to score this goal, no matter what is going on around me, I know what I'm doing. I'm in control. And that hasn't developed yet. That hasn't materialised in his play. He's not there. And I'm not saying that he's, he's not going to be there. But as Red Devil Weekly said, you hope he will be there. And with hope, there's expectation. And I think sometimes the hope is unrealistic. And with that, the expectation is ramped up to a level that isn't believable. He's a young guy still learning his trade. He's nowhere near Ronaldo. He's nowhere near Rooney. He's nowhere near any of the other strikers that I've listed, but he is a good player. Whether he's going to be a great player, it's all about time. And as you said, Red Devil, 10 years into the future, no one can see. No one can see. It's just about hope. Um, I, know, okay, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm juiced up for this. I haven't even said anything about Jose yet, so that's that's quite good. I'm anti-Jose. Not anti-Jose. I'm Jose.
2: Anti-Jose?
0: No, no, no. I just, I just. I just
2: I just, I just. Um, I think that I, I my only comment about Rashford is that I don't, I don't see his personality being one of that killer striker. He doesn't seem to have like that aggression, uh, you know that Harry Kane goal, like Harry Kane wanted the goal, you know that that absolute, I'm gonna get it thing, and I don't see that as as much in Rashford, and I don't know if he'll. I don't know if that's confidence or just his personality, but I think that that is lacking. And I think if that doesn't develop, I'm not sure that he'll be a Harry Kane, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he won't be, but I'm thinking there are elements in his game, particularly when you look at Harry Kane right now, who for me is hands down the best striker in the league, probably in Europe, um, that he needs to look at him and think, what does this guy do? It's, it, this guy's not about pace. So what is it that he's working on? And I need to actually add those elements into my training regime. And if you have to stay behind for an extra hour when everyone's gone home, then do that. That's what you need to do. But And that's if he wants to be the number nine for Manchester United. If he's happy just being a wide player and playing on the wing, then we'll see more videos of him running on the treadmill. That, that that for me doesn't mean anything. So oh look how quick he is. That's great. Adiyaki Bayan was quick, but he wasn't a great striker. You don't know that name, Red Devil. So you'll have to YouTube. You'll have to YouTube and Google that one.
1: Yeah, that's another one for the Wikipedia. That's
0: another one. You've got a book of references that they say don't know that. Must YouTube it. You're almost like Captain America with a, a book just referencing things <laughs> like yeah. Don't know that one. Gotta gotta check that out. <laughs> Just putting little little stars by each one. <laughs> little stars. Yeah, that's not as good as they said it was. Um, the rumor, right? The rumor: Rashford to Juventus or Madrid this week. Do you believe it could happen? I'm, I'm going to say go with you, Red Devil, because I hear the, ex, the 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 level
1: of, oh, no, please. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah. Spot I, I, I'm not a chance. Not a chance. There is not. I mean, I'm. He he, uh, he doesn't even get into the Man United team week in week out like a starting eleven. I, I don't understand why why Real Madrid would want someone like Rashford. I feel like they'd want to go with someone a bit more proven, especially with the financial backing they've got.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Juventus, we saw you know Rashford playing against Juventus. I, I, if I was a Juventus fan, <laughs> Rashford's performance against Juventus would have put me off. It yeah. wouldn't have, it wouldn't have gone. You know what? You know who we need. They're they're number ten. You know yeah. it, it wouldn't have been like that. I. I you know, I, I, I think both teams have got too much talent, and I think it would actually be a hindrance to his career. Yes, potentially he'd be able to experience a different, you know, a different league and you know play alongside probably better players um, than we've got you know, in some areas. Um, but I just I don't think he would, would further his career, and I I I think the the rumors are, yeah, that that they're, they're stupid really. I I I don't I don't think it will happen. Um, I—I I mean, I don't know where they've—I don't know where they. I, I really have no from. idea where
0: they come from, but I'll—I'll I'll, I'll pose that once you finished. And uh, Jessica is at a two pence worth in or whatever oh. it is in Canada. <laughs>
1: no, I no, yeah, I was just gonna say I, I don't know, I don't know where they come from, really, but I—I I don't see it happening, to be honest. I don't see, I don't see why he'd want it. I don't see why. Uh, I mean. I guess you could make the case for Mourinho having too many options and wanting to get rid of a few, but I don't see why he'd want to... I don't see why it would happen or the logic behind it, to be honest. So, uh, for that reason, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Jessica, what's Um,
2: it? Well, as I I had to look this up yesterday, because as I told you, I didn't hear anything about it, not being uh, privy to stuff in England. Um, I... I, from what I I listened to something that somebody who's quite well connected in soccer in football, and he said that Juve is really really is feeling this out. Just to they're filling it out and doing a background check to see if Rashford actually is viable option and if uh, he would be interested in going. My opinion is that I don't think he'd go. I think he's a Manchester boy. And I think that's part of that personality of his. And I think it would be a huge move for him. And I just, you never know, but I I don't see it per se.
0: No, I I mean, I'm not saying you, it, it couldn't happen. I, I think for me, there are a number of things when I heard that remark that could be possible. One, Juve unsettling the ship in, in, in another area by talking about another player, because it would be um, if Pogba... The rumours about him going back to U. V. Uh, were were quite strong. Um, what would U. V. do but to kind of send smoke signals in a different area so that Manchester United have to weigh up uh, the lesser of two evils in a sense. Who would they who would they prefer to lose? Would it be Rashford? Would it be Pogba? Um, Pogba commercially viable, but you know as we've talked about Rashford, will he be the hero, the torchbearer for Manchester United in the next ten years? Do you really want to sell him? Would the fans really be happy with that? And if the case is no, then Man United would probably sell Pogba. And I think if if the rumors are true, if you like are kind of, you know, putting their fingers in the pie and mm-hmm. thinking, what does this taste like? It's not necessarily because they want Rashford. I think it's because they're looking at someone else and they're testing the water and seeing, how can we go back to the same shop twice? And pull off the same trick that we did the first time round. Is it possible that we can get him for a knockdown deal? Because I don't see if Manchester United sell Pogba back to Juve that they're going to spend a lot of money. I don't see them. I don't see them forking out 90 millions to get him back unless they're going to pay half of that to his agent. And as for Rashford uh, going to Juve or Madrid. Uh, i agree with red devil in terms of i don't think it would be a good move for him i think that he would find himself sidelined either on the bench or playing more and more on the wing than he is right now um he may get slightly more game time but i don't think he would then develop as the striker that he 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 needs to be or that everyone expects him to be so it it's it's that time when people are moving towards Christmas and we're hoping that Santa has paid much attention to us and said, oh, I've been good this year. I wanted a, a really nice gift. And it's all about the transfers. But so much of the talk around Manchester United have been about, about the transfers that potentially might leave. The same names are coming up for those that might come in, but I'm not even going to mention them because it's too soon. And to be honest, Man United need stronger defenders. They need more... Leaders in the team. And when we look at the purchases and we talk about (laughs) uh, the best three players in this current Manchester United squad, I know Jessica is going to have a specific answer for that. It's going to be very difficult to kind of whittle that down to three people that you are happy with. It's very difficult. It was difficult for me, very difficult for me. Um, Before we go on to that, uh, Lukaku not being in the team. Will you be happy if he doesn't return for the next game? Uh, Jessica, we will go with you.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, like, I, oh. mm-hmm. This team is almost impossible to talk about. Really, it's
0: like the Twilight Zone.
2: It is. It's, it's, it's never know do you, who's going to yeah. show up and play. I I think that they should stick with what they have because I think it was working well.
0: Right, okay. That's good. That's They've good. They
2: changed it against City. <sighs> oh, okay. City.
0: City were a different team, and City will literally blow away any of the teams in this current league right now. And I know that everyone talks about we need to go for it and be more aggressive. In t- I, I think if they change manager right now, I don't think the style of play would change because the personnel are the same.
2: Yeah.
0: The personnel yeah. are the same. Yeah. Um, Red Devil, what do you think about Lukaku potentially getting his way back into the first team for the next time game? Uh,
1: well, I mean, I feel like we, he's probably not going to start against Palace, I reckon. I, I don't see it. I feel like we're probably going to need to go with um, Sanchez up front. Uh, I, th- I think actually we will probably go with Sanchez up front in my prediction anyway. Um, but I think that I I almost... I, I kind of feel bad for Lukaku, but in some ways I don't because... I feel like there are some things which uh, I think he'll know he needs to work on. Um, but Everything. I think, I don't know, I just think that like last season we saw Lukaku, what he scored Like 28 goals in all competitions. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, may, maybe we just play to his style of play a bit better. Like we, we I I don't, I, I kind of can't really put my finger on why he's not, he's suddenly not firing. So he kind of had an all right start to the season, even if the team didn't. Um, He, he was scoring a few goals, he was having a if you kind of, well, at the time they were kind of consolation goals. Um But I, yeah, I I, I do feel kind of sorry for him because there's a lot of Man United fans who are now right on his back saying he should never get into the United team again and all that sort of thing. Um But I think he can be a good option. And obviously when he came on against Man City, he was running in behind and things like that. And he actually won the penalty. But I think I agree with Jessica. I think we should just keep it how it is for the moment. There's no point trying to, you know, upset the uh, equilibrium as it is right now. Uh, just go go with what we've got right now. And uh, I think just because Lukaku is bought for 75 million doesn't mean uh, he should be treated any, anywhere else. I think, you know, he should be treated as a player who needs to get back to, to his form and needs to fight for a place in this team like everyone else. So I would say that, you know, Lukaku... He can be a good striker when he wants to be, but I think he'll know himself. He's got a lot of work to do.
0: Yeah. Do you know something? This week, they've talked about um, Drogba retiring. retiring, And it's, it's amazing that the comparisons were made between um, Lukaku initially when he first burst onto the scene and Drogba. Drogba was a totally different type of striker. He was very special. He was a type of striker who would terrorise defenders from any position, and I don't think Lukaku is anywhere near. I don't think he's 25% of what Didier Jogba is as a striker. So in terms of him returning to the team, I I think Man United need to give him more, more time away, whether that's deemed as a rest, whether it's deemed as him being dropped or the player rotation. They need to stick with this team. And as to who plays up front, then it could be anyone from Martial, Rashford, sanchez ideally i wouldn't like to see sanchez as the number nine out and out i'd rather him be a number 10 but then i would probably say the same thing about matter uh, but we could go on to that and into a little more detail a little bit later um i put out a tweet <laughs> this is so funny oh god
2: i'm glad you're sorry I'm
0: glad you're amusing yourself. I've to, i have mean, got I put out, and I just—I I mean, it's been—I've been off my game a little bit on Twitter. Um, have Manchester United purchases been that good? The question I put out. Have the fans been jumping out of their seats at the players that have been purchased? Has it been either one or two signings since Sir Alex Ferguson left that have been pretty much good? And 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 with that, I thought the the fans cannot be surprised with where the team is right now. They cannot be surprised. It's not, it's not new, and I think we need to, whenever we make a decision or a comment or reflect, we need to reflect right back to that period. And everyone says, oh, we've had enough time. You can have enough time. You can have many different things happen since then. It's like making a cake or making soup or anything. You keep adding the wrong ingredients, the outcome will not be what you want. You know, you need to start from fresh. You cannot have a bad batch and add more ingredients to a bad batch thinking that it will improve the batch that is already bad. You need to start from fresh. And I think in terms of Manchester United, the players that are there, and some have been rumoured to be getting a new contract, uh, Chris Smalling, uh you would expect them to have been moved on, but they're not. So uh, the tweet I said... Um, Would fans be happy? How would they rate their feelings? And they range from number one, being overjoyed, two, happy, three, satisfied, and four, glum. Let's just say glum was definitely winning. Uh, Can you, uh, before I go over the list, can you name any of the players in the last two or three years that you have felt happy or satisfied? with when they joined Manchester United. I'll go with you, Jessica. No. None? None? <laughs> what is it? Just, just, What did you mean? Not one person?
2: Who's joined recently?
0: <laughs> just anyone.
2: Oh, anyone that I've been satisfied with. Uh, David the game.
0: <laughs> She's a hard woman to please Red Devil. Gotcha.
2: David, David's the only one that you can consistently say.
0: David
2: is um ddg yeah is there right i mean i don't know who else can you say consistently we can
0: uh, has been there for us (laughs) the the thing is right um, uh, the question is this since alex ferguson retired he signed under alex ferguson so he doesn't necessarily count Mm. i know which makes it really difficult
2: very difficult
0: do you want me to read the players go ahead are you, uh, and f- before I do so, Red Devil, is there anyone that you, that springs to mind for you?
1: Well, um, one shout I'm going to put in there: uh, Juan Mata. Yeah,
0: that's
1: the only one oh, I, I, could... I think. I think uh, one of one of the only things that David Moyes managed to get right, um, and yeah. I'm not sure how much of a how much of a say he had in that, but actually, I think Mata's come in. He's done it. He's done a decent job, really. Right, um, I'm going to
0: ask you honestly. You you say his name. This is the question. Did it make you get out of your seat and go? Oh, we got one that No. Well,
1: well, I mean, uh, I, I I wouldn't say I got out of my seat. I think I think I'm more I'm more kind of sat up a bit, but I didn't yeah. get out of
0: the seat. You weren't walking I, around chest out, saying to everyone, "We're back."
1: No, no I, I wasn't. But I mean, I think obviously, I think wasn't he uh, Chelsea Chelsea's Player of the Year the season four or something like that? Yeah, uh, he
0: was. He was. Um, I'm not sure if Chelsea won the league that year, but there you go.
1: But yeah, no, he, I, I mean, he was a quality player. Obviously, we signed him in January as well. So he was, he didn't, uh, in the, in that first season, he didn't really get a full, full season, a full kind of scene to gel. But I think actually he's, I think, again, consistency is the key word really, because uh, he, he, I'm, in the seasons he's been here, I'm not sure how much he has really got, you know, a consistent run of games in the team. Um, But I think when he has, when he has kind of, you know, turned up and got a, you know, got a bit of a chance. Um, I mean, he's 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 done a lot of clutch moments for us. Uh, yeah, and I think he, yeah, you know, I think I would say Juan Mata for me. Um, apart from that, I'm not sure who else really.
0: Right, I would say with Juan Mata. He's never ever played in his proper position. He arrived at a time when everyone wanted to be number ten. Rooney was there. He wanted to be number ten. Um, I think who else was there? Kagawa. Was he still there? Uh, Yeah, I think, yeah. Number 10. Yeah, just everyone wanted to be number 10. Didn't want to be, there were no strikers. Everyone was like, we want to be number 10. And he kept being played out on the wide. Kept being played, And he still played out wide. And you just think, this is a guy that has won everything with his country. You know, possibly one of the greatest things a player can ever have. But if you were to pick that Spain team, he wouldn't be first choice. No. He wouldn't be first choice. Players that have joined since Alex Ferguson, Uh, retired Zaha even though signed by Sir Alex Ferguson didn't actually arrive until the July Sir Alex Ferguson retired that year Uh, Guillermo Varela 2.4 million I'm going to shrug my shoulders for the podcast that means my ears are going up I have no idea where that guy is or what he's doing Maron Fellaini 28 million Mm. let's just say um, cough and say football god One matter, 37 million. Like I said, never played in his proper position. Ander Herrera, 29 million. For me, everyone keeps talking about one game. I've always asked the question, I don't know what he does. Luke Shaw, 28 million. That's a long time we've been waiting for someone to develop into someone. Boy, I've seen plants die and grow quicker. Radamel (laughs) Falcao, and log. He came with a bad knee and we didn't treat him well. And He went away and he won the league and he got close to a Champions League trophy. Uh, Marcus Rojo, 60 million. I say for what he's delivered, 60 million is okay. Angel Di Maria, 59.7 million. I do believe that we paid that amount of money because Real Madrid, it was a payback for Ronaldo. They just said, we're going to stick you in the eye with this one. Take it or leave it. And we did get stuck in the eye. Daily blind, forty million. Again, a name that doesn't make me jump up and down. I'm just kind of like you, yeah, whatever. Victor Valdez, free. I don't know even why he came. Memphis Depay, twenty-five million. I'll just say this: he looks better somewhere else. Matthew Damian. <laughs> it just as simple. He does. He looks great somewhere else. He doesn't look great when he wears a Manchester United red shirt, except when he's open in the fridge. But go figure. Manti Aldamian, 30 million, never heard of him before he signed and I don't even know if he's still at the club. An aging Bastian Steinsteiger. fourteen million. gosh. A, a very underwhelming Morgan Schneiderlin for 25 million. We bought the wrong player. We should have got, uh, who is it? He's at Spurs. I can't think of his name, escapes me, but he's playing in the same team. Sergio Romero, free. Anthony Martial, 36 million with a bundle of hidden add-ons. Seriously, there are so many secret clauses in this guy's contract, you'd think he's Michael Jackson come back, (laughs) unreal. Um, Regan Paul for 100,000. Yeah, that's right, I said Regan Paul. I don't know, you don't know. Eric, I was just saying.
2: 100,000?
0: Yeah, he must be a youth player. Eric Bay, 30 million. I do believe Man United paid 10 million more than they should have. For me, the best player to have signed since Alex Ferguson has retired. Zlatan. Yeah. Free transfer. Henrik, the invisible man, Mikatarian. Even though he's been swapped with Arsenal, we still can't see him. Paul Pogba. Oh, I'd say 60 million pounds too much. That's what we pay for. Romelu Lukaku. Nemanja Matic, £40 million. million I'm not even saying anything about Ruben And Sanchez uh, swapped for the Invisible Man. Um, Out of that list of players, and you'd say there's a lot of money in all of the players that Man United have signed since Alex Ferguson, Zlatan Ibrahimovic on a free transfer is worth half of the players that I've listed in terms of value for what he has delivered at the club. And I don't care how many people have been at the club for such a period of time, that guy came in at the end of his footballing career and scored goals, getting Manchester United to a European Cup final, and then he left on a high. I'm looking at the rest of that list and I'm thinking at no point did any of those names get me thinking Manchester United are back. So I am not surprised in any way, shape or form Manchester United are where they are right now, regardless of Jose Mourinho. Man United have spent money on certain players that have not wanted to play at the club. They've not fitted in with the system at the club. They've not fitted in with the system that the manager wants to put forward. And they just haven't delivered. They just haven't delivered. Some have just come to get paid and, and pretend to do a good job, stealing a living. You know, I don't know what to say. I've looked at that list and I'm just thinking, no one jumps out apart from Zlatan. That I would say, you know, top class, world class footballer that I was really happy to see wearing a Manchester United shirt. And even when Zlatan was playing and everyone said, oh, he's holding back Rashford's development. He's never going to develop. Well, he's gone now. We're now blaming Rashford's lack of development at Old Trafford on the manager. When Jose goes, what are we going to do then? <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? Who it'll else can you actually Jose's blame fault. on the list?
2: It'll still be Jose's fault because it'll be, oh, because Jose did this, that's why this is happening.
0: Oh, I felt good reading out that list. It was almost kind of like a cleansing process yeah. where I needed to get rid of them. Like there were spirits in my world. I said, leave me now, leave me, leave me now. And Maria, 60 million pounds.
2: Do you, do you, I was thinking about this the other day I was listening to some people being silly on YouTube in my opinion um you, how much how much in the past two years do you think that Jose's really had in terms of getting who he wanted to get and even even signing like Sanchez and stuff do you think it was really him or do you think that was Woodward trying to get money
0: well I'm, I'm gonna jump in very quickly. And I'm going to quote Red Devil Weekly because I watched your stream the other day. You didn't believe that Paul Pogba was signed by Jose because they arrived in the same summer. I didn't believe it. Um,
2: yeah, I, I don't believe it either. I didn't believe it,
0: and I, I don't believe that Jose wanted Sanchez. To be yeah. fair, mm.
1: yeah.
0: I don't believe he wanted him. I think I think with Sanchez, what you get is the same marketing value as Paul Pogba. You you get. A nation, such as his home country, that say because the, the Latin American um, supporters of players that are playing in the Premier League follow the club that the player is at. They're not interested, you know. They really think, "Where's this player play? Oh, you're there. Oh, we'll we'll follow that team. We'll we'll follow you." So I think for um, Manchester United fans. in in South America, they probably went up a certain number of percentage points because he signed for Manchester United. I believe that the same would have been said for Paul Pogba, a number of French football fans would have said, oh, we want to support Man... I don't think that many of these purchases were done for footballing reasons. I think they were done for, in terms of the world of football business, the the revenue, the, 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 the money that's brought in but I don't think it was for footballing, footballing matters on the pitch. There, there were other There were other individuals. Think of the players that Manchester United were linked with. Perisic, does he look like he's an attractive name that's going to sell shirts? And No, he would have fitted the brief that Jose wanted. He would have fitted... I think right now, if people had their way and think Sanchez coming in, if you could go back six months and think, if we'd have got Perisic instead of Sanchez, where would Manchester United be right now? Would Lukaku have more goals because he'd ha- actually have a winger that can cross the ball with both left and right foot? Whereas at this moment in time, you're playing with Martial, who doesn't like to use his left. He wants to come back inside all the time. There is, there is um, an imbalance in the team, and not just about the players on the pitch, just in terms of the, the, the player acquisition, the, the way the club's looking, the way the club are doing their business. So all of the names that are possibly going to be linked in January, you know, all of the, the rumours that are going to come up and, you know, um, the club is looking at this player. Until it comes off, I won't believe it. But more often than not, the players that come in will not be the players that have been truly identified. No one really knew anything about um, Matteo Damian. No one knew anything about Daley Blind, Marcus Roto. No one knew. And the Herrera. No one was going, oh, we've got to get Herrera because he's going to be what we need. I I look at that list and I think none of those players make me feel great. None of those players have actually, in the time that Sir Alex Ferguson has been retired, have have given a season's worth of enjoyment or that people can hold on to and say, I remember when this season, this player did this consistently across the season. Instead of saying for 45 minutes, this guy did a really good thing and we're going to hold on to that for the next three years. You know, this tunnel is a very long tunnel, and the the longer it gets, the darker it gets. And we keep looking over the shoulder, United fans keep looking over the shoulder at the, the light that Surrends Ferguson left, and it's a long way back. It's a long way back.
2: The heel, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I I I, to, I I just I just really think that Ferguson left us in a bit of a state to start with. And I don't think that the rebuild of the team has been done with any thought or consideration. And I think the fact that everybody blames, Joe, oh, Jose spent this and Jose spent that and blah, blah, blah. It's all baloney because I don't I, I agree with you guys. I don't think he's had much say because I think we would be looking at a very different team if he had. And probably a team yeah, he's a defensive coach and all that, but probably a team that you know he's done well everywhere else. So come on now, <laughs>
0: come on now. Um, I'm gonna, this is the this is the question. I mean, Red Devil. Before I ask the question, is there anything you want to say to my my lengthy monologue of of player listeds?
1: No, I mean I, I think you hit the nail on the head. And I, just one thing I'd say about Perisic, uh, I. I think, you know, you could say the same thing about a lot of players. I mean, obviously, you've got Sanchez. There's no question that Jose Mourinho won in Perisic. I mean, he talked about Perisic when he was doing his World Cup coverage for RT. Uh, you know, he talked about him in glowing terms. And he, as you said, he fit the bill. Fred, do, I mean, realistically, I do not see Fred as someone that Jose Mourinho would want in, in one of his teams. For me, I I, I don't see... I again he was one that was linked with Man City similar to Sanchez and I feel again that's another kind of nicking one under the noses of a rival instead of looking at what we need and I, I think with Fred uh, obviously he hasn't got that much he hasn't had that much of a, of a of a chance really in this team which just shows how much faith Jose Mourinho realistically has in him um, but I, I I, just think for me uh, it's, it's, it's so clear to see that he hasn't had as much of a say in this is that's just it's just one of the things which really annoys me when, when people argue about you know, Jose Mourinho's had oh, he's had what 400 million to spend or something, or he's had all, all this money to spend. It's like, well, has he really? Has he really? And I, I, I don't believe so, but yeah, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. Well, I'm,
0: I'm so glad I hit something because it's been a while, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I'm conscious that we've been, we've talked a lot and, we, and time is moving on very quickly. Um, if you could put, and, and I know what Jessica's going to say, if you could pick three of the best players for you in this current Manchester United squad, who would they be?
1: Oh, oh um, no. Um,
0: after listening to that list, you're probably thinking, really? <laughs> I'll, what,
2: go, what, I'll go first. Go and on, I, then. I, I have a funny thing. Okay, so uh, as I told you guys before we started this, it's really hard. There, when I think back to certain teams, I can say I love, like, I love this player. Whether he was the best player at the time or whatever, it, I could look back on a team. And I can look back on on going to the FA Cup final in the 85 and going, Norman Whiteside, that goal, man, that was amazing. And, you know, and Sparky, I love Sparky, even though people don't like him now. And I love Stevie Koppel back in the day and Gordon Mm -hmm. Hill. I I can say all these names, right? uh, But but now I look at this team and I'm like, I don't have that. I don't have that. Oh, I just, you know, I love that player. So these are my three, and you're going to laugh. Okay. Matter.
0: Uh, He's got to be in there, to be fair.
2: Yeah, he has to, because I think he keeps his head down, he plays well, he saves us at times, and he's just a really great all round person, I think. Mm -hmm. I would say Luke Shaw for his perseverance.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: So I'm going for more qualities. And then the third one I really struggled with, so I decided to go with Fellaini. <laughs> he is a good As much as I absolutely could not abide him, I had yeah. the reason I put him in there is because of his sheer. I think it takes a lot of personality to put up with the abuse he's put up with, and still come back and still. Yeah. Get Hundred and twenty percent, and it speaks a lot to the person he is, right? Yeah,
0: he's probably related to Theresa May because she's getting a hell of a lot of news <laughs> yeah. right now. So,
2: yes, I've heard. <laughs> um, so I put him in there just, and so, but but you see, none of these people are people that I would go, wow, just I love that person, right? They're more about, you know, they've given something to the team in a team that's perhaps like we have players that really don't give.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Red Devil what can you add to that comprehensive and very nice list that Jessica has put forward
1: well I mean you say you know you find it you know it was a bit difficult with Fellaini and I tell you he's, he was on the top of my list he was yes. on the top of my list <laughs> I'll I, I tell you why because I, I, I just love the fact that people hate him and uh, you know he, the fact that he he just does what he does against Juventus he comes on and he, and he knows you know what I'm not the most technically gifted player In fact, he's probably one of the least technically gifted players on that pitch, on paper. But he does (laughs) his job. He did a better job than players on that pitch who are being paid 500 grand a week. And he he came on and did what he did. And that's what I like about Fellaini. Yes, you know, it's questionable whether he should be starting in our midfield. That's questionable. But I think, actually, in terms of the impact he's had this season, there's not too many players uh, this season, at least, you can say has had a bigger impact in games than he has, which is a bit sad to say because you ex- you'd expect more from players. But, hey, i, I tell you what, he's got to be up there for me. Um, as I said, um, when we were talking about the list of transfers after Alex Ferguson, I put Juan Matter in there as well. Uh, again, you know, the clutch moments. The, the, the you know He's given us lots of moments of quality. I remember the Leicester game. The Leicester game really sticks with me, even though we drew 2-2 um, it, last season. I remember when you know we were one 0 down, uh, you know, really shoddy defending. You know, what could we expect from Smalling and Jones, of course. Um, but you know, he Matter single-handedly got us back into that game. And, you know, he's done that quite a few times for us. And a player who actually, when he came in, was a bit understated um, and wasn't overhyped. He's actually come in and done a decent job. And finally, I have to say, David De Gea. You know, he's uh, he's, yeah. he's uh, you know, come into the team. Honestly, every time. Every time we we lose a game, I I I instantly just feel feel awful for De Gea because I, I, he he should be winning Champions League titles. He should be he should be in that in that Real Madrid team winning three Champions Leagues in a row. And if it wasn't for a fax machine, he'd he'd have he'd have three Champions League winners medals. Um, you know, possibly even a league tile as well. Um, but yeah, I, I I do feel for him sometimes. I just think I always just look at him and I think I just think. He, you know, he's he's tired of this. He he just looks tired, and I would be as well. You know, the amount of times he saved us. I mean, against yeah. Arsenal again, the, I guess the most poignant game for David De Gea, making all those saves. Just without him in that game, uh, we 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 could have got embarrassed. So for me, uh, David Gea is our most consistent performer. Even when he's not really on form, he still performs as as the level of a kind of average keeper in the Premier League, which is. Very, very good. And I, I I, still believe he's the best in the world. I'm not sure about you guys, but I still believe he is. Um, yeah. But yeah, those are my three, I'd reckon.
0: Okay. Well, I I, I have to say that within this current squad, it's really because when I posed the question, it wasn't an easy question for me. You know, I didn't pose it thinking, yeah, I definitely know who these are. I have no idea. It took me a while. And even listening to you now, I'm thinking, mm, do I need to change my mind? <laughs> uh, not you You know, that's last minute, or I'm just going to rub that out. Uh, but definitely in my my three, uh, the goalkeeper definitely David De Gea, DDG. I think uh, as Red Devil so quite rightly put it, uh, for the if it wasn't for the the fax machine in this modern age of uh, laptops and smartphones, that yeah, for it to not work, uh, he he would be elsewhere wearing the, the the white of Madrid. I. Don't know where Manchester United would be without him, considering what has befallen the Manchester United team or teams since the rights folks have retired. So we have to really, really be, be thankful and grateful for him to still be there. Uh, Fellaini, who I openly and for many weeks and years said, I didn't want him anywhere near Manchester United. I, I, I didn't even want him driving an Uber outside the ground uh, has shown me and I've had to change what I've said about him and, and seen him for the, for the player that he is and the man. It takes a certain kind of individual to endure abuse and stay and still fight for their place and be a part of a team that has a glorious history but doesn't necessarily have an amazing uh, Right what I say, in terms of future, right now they don't have something that you can say this team definitely is because on paper the team looks great, but it's not about what happens on paper. It's about what they deliver. And I think Fellaini doesn't look great on paper, but what he delivers on the pitch is a little bit of steel. He adds something different. He's the Plan B to everyone's Plan B because he did. He then becomes a Plan C. They can't handle him, so he joins my 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 three. And then the one player who I said has never played in his proper position. Um, and I think Man United have, have never utilised him accurately because there have always been pressures about, and this is where it comes down to fans having football favourites. Because in, in the position that he should have played as the number 10 when he arrived, Wayne Rooney was failing to be The number nine because people were realizing his legs had gone and everyone was talking him up to play as a number 10 uh, as a slightly withdrawn role and he was intelligent enough and it really is unfair that matter was never given that and said and told basically this is your position and you will stay here and we will build a team around you and i think that when he leaves manchester united and he goes on. People will realise that was the mistake they made, and it's the same mistake many managers make in this country. And whether it's for club or country, that they have such a talented player that because they cannot run, because they're not too physical, that they're, they're not seen as being trusted in that position. And that, so, for me, Mata makes that list. So it's it's De Gea, Fellaini, and Mata. And 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 there is. Steal in the middle and flare, but no pace. There is no need for any pace in my, my best free because I've said right at the beginning that you can be as quick as anything, but unless you have the ability to control the ball in moments where your team require you to be calm, then your speed means nothing at all, absolutely nothing. Oh gosh, it's been—it's almost been like JFK speaking. These these monologue speaks. Oh. even people speechless, speechless. And people have actually fallen asleep. Jessica's probably feeding her cats right now.
2: No, nope. <laughs> I, I think it's really funny how we. Do you think if we'd done this a year ago, we would be saying Fellaini?
0: No. No. I I definitely know I wouldn't. I, I would hold my hands up now if people could see it, but they can Um no, I, I def- definitely wouldn't have been there. Dagea would have been there, Mata, That's maybe, it. maybe, um, because I would have been pulled in with the sway, the, the 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 wave of, of oh, we've got to make sure it's the star player. And The star players for me that I've listed haven't really made me stand up or do anything and get excited, they haven't, um, and I don't think, uh, I'd be
1: bold and say I
0: don't
2: think they will. Yeah, I, don't
1: I, think don't, they will. I guess you could say though a, a year ago today, possibly people we'd be saying Lukaku or someone well, like that because you, you, think, you know there that's you the thing. There's there's players who you, who you, you, you wouldn't be in there, but I think there'd be different players who would be. Yeah, I reckon you'd say I think Pogba as well would probably get in there last year, but. You know, he, wouldn't in. Have got in, he wouldn't have got in Mine
0: last year. No, 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 no. No, no, I, I openly said that he was lazy last year, openly. Um, I watched many games where I, I saw players slower than him sprint past him to track back, and I thought, that that is a player that doesn't want to try. And uh, for me, that's not something that I can not, not speak openly about. No. Maybe he's come close this year, but last year, definitely not. Definitely not. We have come close to the hour. Whoa. I can't believe it. Time flies when you're talking. Yeah, it does. It really does fly. And I, I'm, I could actually continue, but I'm conscious that certain individuals have pressing engagements elsewhere. Isn't that red, right, Red Devil? Oh, well, you
1: know, I, 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 don't, I don't mind, you know.
0: Yeah, a busy, a bu- a busy man you are, you know, breaking, <laughs> breaking barriers, breaking barriers in the world of YouTube. And... um Jessica, I'm sure you're, you're, after doing your normal job of tutoring those those eager, eager students, you want to just put your feet up and have a nice glass of uh, vino. And Ooh, watch I have had
2: a glass of vino in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, geez. Finally,
2: you know, the trick wow, to, on the cool wagon. to
0: <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. It won't be long before you're over in old, uh, good old Blighty.
2: yeah, And we will
0: catch up then and... uh uh, have a bite to eat etc etc. so that'll be good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That will be good. Hopefully next week I will be speaking to um, what the first uh, black female cricket player for England. we will hopefully get her on the pod and ask her questions as to what does it take to be um, a number one international and actually be a player considered for your country? Because, it's you know, in any sport, if you're being picked for England, you have to be good at something. You have to have a a certain amount of inner steel to cope with uh, life's problems and the problems associated with the sport that you've chosen. So that should be good. I'm going to say thank you, Jessica and Red Devil, for joining me once again this week.
2: You're welcome.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And uh, you'll be back hopefully again very, very soon. Very Mm. soon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, I feel like I need another bath. Not that I'm not clean, but I just, I'm just cold.
2: It's minus nine here. What? And the sun is shining, it's so uh, warm. <laughs> I was thinking of going for a walk.
0: I'm just <laughs> laughing to myself <laughs> and shaking my head. He's like that. That person who's lost their mind in an airport lounge and you just thinks. No, I used before.
2: to. I go hiking and it's like minus fifteen and stuff, and I go
0: minus nine. Mm-hmm. Do things still function in that, in that temperature?
2: Everything. Think, everything functions.
0: I tell you what, if it was minus nine in this country, I think everything would shut down.
2: It can be minus 20 and everything's open.
0: <sighs> okay. Well, on that note.
2: That's mm-hmm. <laughs> why anything shuts down in Canada with the weather.
0: Well, maybe. In fact, wouldn't it? Be, I'm going to hope to get over there and do a, a, a podcast over there. That will be a plan on location. That would be awesome. That would
2: be awesome. Free spot in Niagara.
0: Yeah, See? excellent. See, Red Devil's thinking passport, yes. cash.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Don't worry. I think actually flying to Canada will mean one thing. The queues to get out of the, the airport will be short <laughs> because uh, it's not part of Europe and there'll be no Brexit issues. <laughs> That's. Oh. <laughs>
1: That's a whole different podcast.
0: That's a whole different podcast. That's coming very, very soon. Don't worry about that. Okay, I'm going to say thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Please join me again uh, next week and uh, send your comments and questions to at on and off the PIT1 or Rodney underscore Cyrus with a C. Hashtag pod question. Until next time, bye for now.
1: Bye.